This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the G Podcast. Is it Voter Suppression Alley or what? I don't know what to call this week, but a whole lot of stuff going on. And we're going to talk about it and and also, you know, talk about everything that's going on. You know, every week uh, we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping hot tea from Tanya B. And uh, of course, don't forget, uh, we are on Amazon Music and, and you could do what you do with the smart device always and just ask to play This Is The G Podcast. You got to ask for the whole thing, though. You got to ask for This Is The G Podcast. And of course, coming up, we're going to do um, headlines from Syracuse Mike as well. So uh, I see Vi's in the building. But how you doing, man? I am doing wonderful today, my brother. Wonderful. Good, good, good. Tanya B is in the building. Tanya B, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm taking the day off, so no soul food today. Oh, you got to get back. You know, well, you know what? It, it, it's about to get into the, the, the hardcore soul food season because as, as we start, um, you know, taping this podcast today, as we tape, it's November. So, you know. <laughs> exactly. Well, I will say this. I am in preparation for menu. Okay. And I have a, a, a smoker. So I'm going to, one thing I will tell you, I'm going to attempt to uh, smoke a turkey. Oh, wow. Well, you know, this year. just, just look at, just Google the list of what not to do. Mm. <laughs> Cause, Cause oh, I had that last year. I actually, we paid someone to do it and she didn't know what she was doing. If you use the wrong oil, oh. it doesn't work. If you season it from the outside, it doesn't work. And suffice to say, when I posted the picture of the turkey, that I mean, it was burnt to the bone, and she tried to say, "Oh no, there's still some good, juicy meat underneath oh, there." No. Not the case. Uh, it almost went viral. I mean, it it looked like it had been in a house fire, um, on Chicago uh, fire. Well, you know if what? You gotta look, if you got to look for it, ain't good anyway. No, that's what... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, but but the thing is, I, I'm just concerned about. The exploding turkey. You know what I'm saying? People, what is it? You can't put a frozen turkey. <laughs> no, you cannot. Not you can't fro- put it anywhere. And don't anywhere. Try, not frying. But even like I said, it, it takes, if, if Thanksgiving is on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to get things lined up Monday night, Tuesday at the latest. Yeah, so it, everything is as it should be. On Thursday, I already got the macaroni. I already got the cheese. I got to smoke turkey next. So I, I'm on my way. Yeah, please, y'all don't blow up the garage. Don't blow up. Don't 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 burn down the garage and, and don't burn down the house. Okay. So hey, and by the way, I hear in the background. I know he's there. The one and only. Uh, I got to give him his due. As a matter of fact, let me. He's he's been on. I don't think he's been on, but I got to I got to shoot him some applause. I want to give him because, some applause. How about that? How about we give him yeah, There you some go. Applause. Go ahead. Give him some applause, y'all. The one and only Harold Michael Harvey is in the yeah. building. Mr. Harvey, how you doing, sir? I think I heard I, I'm you. doing good. I, I, I was doing okay until you guys almost made me take with the applause. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> HaroldMichaelHarvey.com. You can go check him out. You can see all his great books. Uh, most recently, uh, the, the current book is A Powerful Flame That Burned Brightly, uh, which is his story of uh, the uh, civil rights powerhouse C.T. Vivian, who was a neighbor of his, just a couple of houses down, uh, the Duke of yeah. 18th and Vine, Justice in the Round, Freaknik Lawyer, which uh, thank you so much again for for my copy. With I think you autographed it, too. The, your, your, your name is in there. I believe I did. Yeah, yeah. And, and Paper Puzzle. Yeah. Uh, you know, Harold Michael Harvey's in the building, y'all. And, and you know, this is an important show, I, I think, because... You know, as we tape the show, we're just ahead of November 3rd. It is November 1. And, um, you know, where the, the first question I got to ask you, um, and I'm going to call you Harold for this interview, you know, for, for brevity. Sure. Um, where are we now at this point in the game? It's a uh, divided country. Um, and we probably have been a divided country Um since 2000, it, it started becoming evident in 2008 with the election of Barack Obama, um, and and it, it grew uh, leading up to 2012 when he was when Barack Obama was reelected. Um, uh, you know, we were a divided country last year, very close election, 
Uh, and this one is shaping up to be a very close election. The country is just split 50-50 from um, people who who have this um, uh, white male God complex and and the other half uh, who just want to be human beings and want to be accepting of, of all people, uh, no matter race, sexual orientation, sex, uh, gender, uh, whatever. But that's, that's where we are. We are a, we are a country divided mm-hmm. almost 50 50 right square down the middle it right is, we were uh leading up to into the civil war and that's what i was uh, going to ask you about that because it's interesting because you know millennial nick uh produces the show and and i get all all of his texts and emails and one of the things you've got five states right now under uh, a militia group violence alert uh, Pennsylvania, Georgia being one of them, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Oregon. Um, they're under like a militia alert warning for, for militia violence. So, uh, not, not to, not to scare any people because, you know, yeah, well, you know, it, it ain't nice. It's, it's, it's the reality. Uh, the, the, the president's messages from the, from the White House has encouraged that type of element to come out and to protect him and his hold on the office of the presidency. Hmm. So that's where we are. And so that's why those groups are present because of the rhetoric that he had um, spouted in support of them. You know, so we used to say, well, it was, he was empowering them. Well, here's what they were, he was empowering them to do is uh, for them to come to his aid and keep him in office, you know, for another four years, Uh, you know, but a guy with that ego, he probably never, thinks that he's ever going to leave uh, the White House because in the second term, well, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, that, that's where we are. And the reason we have those vigilante groups is because the president has uh, talked them up and encouraged them to come out and be bold and bodacious and to um, uh, attack uh, anyone uh, that that's not in his camp. You know what, Doc, uh, ahead, uh, Dr. Ahead, Harvey, one thing that you mentioned, one of the states or Tommy B that was under this malicious situation is Oregon. And, and maybe I've missed it and I happened to come across it. But just a few days ago in suburban Portland, the police killed another uh, black man. His name is Kevin Peterson, Jr., 21 years old. And right now, you know, suburban, that part of uh, uh, Oregon and um, you know, suburban Portland is almost like Philadelphia is with the killing of, uh, uh, you know, the young man, um, Wallace. Yeah, Walter uh, Wallace. The, the Walter Wallace. Killed. Correct. Go ahead. Yeah. So those again, you said those are two states that are battleground that are on this alert. Um, so it, 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 I think it's a very volatile situation. But again, we heard about the young man in Philly more so than maybe I missed it again. Then it has been put in the, you know, the forefront of the news was all that's going on, you know, with this young man being murdered in uh, Metro, Metro Portland, 21 year old black well, man. Well, the one in Portland occurred later. So that's why we've heard more about the one in Philadelphia. But now to just to piggyback on your point. <laughs> And when you look at what happened in North Carolina yesterday with the police actually um, um, confronting peaceful, and I'm going to use the term democratic um, su- supporting um, uh, demonstrators uh, who, who were going to, who were marching to the, to the polls to support people standing in line uh, to vote. And the police came out and maced them and uh, pushed and shoved them and, and, you know, so why was that police force in North Carolina uh, so anxious to, uh, to push back and to, to cause a, a scene? They're acting out or trying to show the president that they support what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And so when you couple that with um, the, the, the disturbance in the streets in Philadelphia now, the disturbance in the streets in Portland now, um, the disturbance in the streets of North Carolina now. See, it, it, it's all setting it up for Trump to be able to now call out um, the, the National Guard either before Tuesday, during Tuesday, or on Wednesday morning in order to um, to to uh, hold his his position as president of the United States. You know, so there's a lot of stuff afoot. 
Uh, and you see this aggressiveness around this time coming out from these police departments. You would have thought that given all of the um, all the attention that has been placed this summer on cops uh, killing black people, that that would have sensitized them and they would be a little bit more restrained in how they dealt with these situations. Mm. But there is no restraint. And, you know, they're going full speed ahead every time they get a black person in a situation where they can kill him. They shoot and they, they shoot to kill. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, but with I, that I being think said, it's all yeah. part of the plan right. to keep that guy in, in the White House. Yes, okay. Sir. Okay. Good deal. With all that being said, what's the significant impact? What do you think will be the impact of a Trump win? I, I think it'll be more of the same. But I, I also think that one of the things we'll probably see within the next four years of a Trump administration would be um, um, we'll, we'll probably see um, Congress pass a law that would um, allow the president to serve more than two consecutive terms. What? I, I don't. Yes, I don't <laughs> think this guy has any intentions whatsoever of, of um, moving away from uh, from the Oval Office. Well, it's not. Gonna, I, it's I not going to start in the House because the I, House is democratically run. You know, it's 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 run by the by Democrats. So who's going to who's right, going to sponsor right that? Go ahead. Right, right now. Okay. Okay. And, and 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 let's say let's say that you have um, some. You also have some Democrats now who are um, who who are from very uh, conservative states mm. or who 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 represent conservative districts. Okay. Mm. Uh, who who have to vote, and so. They, you know, in the past, they've tended to go along with the Republicans because that's the majority of that district or, or, or pretty close to a majority of the district. They need some Republican votes uh, to go along with the Democratic votes in, in order to hold that seat. Hmm. So um, I, I think that's an offering. I think that he would try to and maybe what he will do is is uh, in the midterm. Hmm. See, the, 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 the thing may flip in midterm. Look at it this way. If Donald Trump wins. That, that puts him in a powerful position, which means that people, uh, that, that voters in the country who, who, um, who, who may not have voted for him this time, but he won, they, you can see, I can see them uh, flipping in two years when, when the House is, is, is set to, to renew itself again. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could have a uh, Republican House and you can have a Republican Senate, okay, mm-hmm. in two years. In in the midterms in uh, twenty three, is it twenty three or twenty two? In the midterms in twenty two, you could have a um, a Republican uh, House or a Republican Senate based upon the strength that this guy will get from winning the second term. Well, let me ask you and because then, you don't, so you, get, you don't have uh, much confidence in a Republican the the possibility of the Senate flipping. By saying that right now, you in, with this with this election, you don't you don't sound as if you're confident that the Senate's going to flip. Uh, oh no, no, I, I I think that that the Democrats will probably take the the um, the, the the Senate. Okay, okay. This time, but but what I'm saying in 22, mm-hmm. you know you you know there'll be seats in the Senate that'll be up in 22. Uh, okay, there'll be, that's there'll true. be seats in the House mm-hmm. that'll be up in 22. Wow. So the midterms is, and, and, and you know, the midterms is where that thing can switch back again. I think if this guy comes out of this election with a full head of steam, um, that that people begin to believe that it's hopeless, you can't defeat him. Everything he says always comes true. He says he's going to win when it looks like he's not going to win, and he wins. He says he says he has COVID, and 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 everybody's dying of COVID, but this guy didn't die of COVID. I'm not saying they really had COVID, but that was the narrative. Okay. Um, well, I, I want to. And he comes. I, he yeah. comes. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to push back a little bit on everything he says comes to fruition because it doesn't. <laughs> but but I get your point. I get your point. There, yeah, there's yeah, some people does. who believe. You well, you know, at, well, at the crazy stuff. Well, the crazy know. stuff that he has said he did. Well, you know, it's 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 hit or miss. I mean, when you know Mexico still hadn't paid for the wall, uh, you know, he still hadn't shown his taxes. There, there's still a list of things. And I'm not going to get get, well, well, get, we knew, get well, stuck well, on the thirty well, things. Well, but, yeah. We knew he was going to show his taxes. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay, but but the legislative things he said that he would do, he did them. 
Yeah. And those are the things that the Republicans like him for. Yeah, we knew he wasn't, that Mexico wasn't going to pay for the wall. Mm-hmm. We knew that's just spouting off at the mouth. Mm-hmm. We we know that he he's not going to, he wasn't going to reveal his taxes. We knew what that was, mm-hmm. you know, but, but when he, packing the court, said he was going to be able to do it, he did it. Yeah, nor do he we. Nor do we. In the election four years ago, and he won it. Yeah, nor have um, we. Uh, if if he doesn't make it out of this term, depending on how it goes, uh, you know, if he leaves, if he if he's voted out, he'll leave without really uh, dismantling the ACA uh, under his under his term, uh, un, you know, under, under his presidency. Right. But but one more thing, and and right. I, I don't want to stay on that too much. Mm-hmm. I want to flip the script. Okay. Okay. But Biden, what if let's let's pose the same question for Biden. A, a Biden win. A Biden win will be a win for America because we'll get the country back and and, and America will come back uh, to herself. Mm-hmm. She'll come back as a strong world leader. She'll uh, he will he will um, preserve a, a health care system uh, and expand it. That will include more Americans with health care. Um, he, uh, you, you know, um, he'll strengthen voter voter rights. Um He'll strengthen Social Security for seniors. Um, he will tax the he'll he'll he will remove the um, the tax break that Trump gave to rich Americans, wealthy Americans, mm-hmm. and he'll begin to tax and Biden will tax them at a higher rate. So they'll pay more and more money will come into the coffers of the uh, U.S. Treasury without having to come out of the pockets of the middle class and poor working class people in the country. You know, so a Biden win will restore uh, the heart of America, the greatness of America, that those things, those intrinsic things that make America uh, who she is uh, will will come back. Now, there will be some uh, immediately there will be some friction still coming from uh, a group of sore losers but but Biden, uh, in the long haul, his policies will restore um, America to what it was pre-Trump. So that could be a good thing. I think we'll get we'll get our country back and, and the country will be and in getting it back. That means that the country will be more inclusive to more people uh, and the country will then actually um, will address this this COVID situation because you know it hasn't been addressed. Mm-hmm. It, uh, that disease, that virus, has just been running rampant without anybody so much as putting without the White House so much as putting a band aid uh, on it. You know, but uh, I believe Biden would get in and get things under control and get resources. Mm-hmm. He will fund uh, resources to keep the government open. Uh, and and to keep to keep the country open, and to uh, also uh, uh, you know give the resources that schools needs to, to so that kids can get back into the classroom, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. give the resources that businesses need so that they can actually open. You know that this and and it's really is an easy fix. The guy uh, in charge just has never uh, um, directed. The, the governmental agencies yep. to do anything to get this virus under control because yep. he thought that if he gave any life to the virus, it meant that he wasn't uh, doing his job. Yeah. So he just let it faster. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll get the country back. I think it'd be a good thing if Biden wins. Well, let, let me say this, and, and this is what, this is where the whole COVID thing is just a debacle on the Trump side. Um, what amazes me is that he never all he had to do was supply the country with enough PPE, you know, and mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. It, it's amazing to me that they didn't just push the button on uh, what, what's the what's the ruling uh, or the, the the rule that allows countries to take over uh, manufacturing um, under. Uh, yeah. I know what you're talking about, but I can't call the name of it off the top of my head for some reason. But yeah, yeah. he didn't do that. Yeah. And, and um, see, I, I would have I would have just that. done that to yeah. fulfill the supply chain, because right now you could still go. I mean, and I look at it as a consumer. You still can't find wipes. You know, I mean, you, you, you still can't get the mm-hmm. Clorox, you know, or the bleach wipes, you know, the mask. I think they stepped up on um, hand sanitizer. Finally, they stepped up on. But the whole, you know, there's still the 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 95, the N95 mask, 
you know, I, it just amazed me that they didn't just go ahead and take over the or, or at least create the supply chain uh, because we're so we were so beholden and so dependent upon China, you know, for for all those and or, or any uh, overseas to, uh, to 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 actually generate that for us. So so, it's, right. it's, you know, that's why it, it it would be incredible to me that people would ignore um, how much he dropped the ball in these last how many months has it been? We're talking uh, November now, um, you know, so yeah. going back to March, February and the fact that he knew about it, it it's I mean, that's just unthinkable uh, and it's unforgivable. You know, I think if for that alone, mm-hmm. it's just like you don't deserve a second chance after that. You don't. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna move on to one, a couple more things, uh, but but one okay. of them being the SCOTUS, the uh, Supreme Court situation, and Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, she was approved this week. Um, you know, they did the uh, you know the ceremony. Um, what what does this mean for Black people? Doesn't look too good. I mean, you know, it uh, on the technical. Uh, side, it gives, um, it makes the court a six to three conservative court. So the conservatives have six votes if, if they all decide to vote the same on a particular measure. Mm-hmm. They, they could actually outvote, um, you know, the, the liberals on the, on the bench. So it, it, it doesn't, I mean, conservative policy, uh, doesn't tend to help or support the things that black people need. Uh, to ensure that they have uh, their rights to uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness in this country. Can you point to you one know, thing so, specifically? Can yes. you, is there any one thing you can point to? Because because I you know I joke around with people, and I'm like, as long as you don't mess with the 13th, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just don't mess with the 13th, okay? Uh, what, what, <laughs> but, well, that, that, well, there's the 14th. That's that's yeah, the, uh, the the citizenship part. Oh, you wow. know, there's there's been some talk in these conservative think tanks um, uh, uh, about this whole route to citizenship. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you know, so so they can tamper with anything given a majority. Now, when I, I think I, I alluded to um, it, it, in, in response to one question, I alluded to the fact that um, uh, that there would come a, a bill to. Um, to, to extend the terms of the presidency. Yeah. Well, now that would require a constitutional amendment. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, but when you look at the, when you look at red states, blue states, mm-hmm. you know, the country still is, is a, is majority red. When you look at those maps, you know, there, there, um, there's a sliver of blueness coming from Maine, coming through, um, uh, down the Eastern seaboard. And then it stops, mm-hmm. uh, at, at uh, uh, Virginia and everything else uh, uh, south is red and going out west is red except for, I believe, Colorado, um, Nevada, and California. Wow. wow. Okay? Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, so the, so the prospects of them being able to uh, change any of those civil uh, war amendments, you know, uh, it, it's possible. Hmm. It's possible because you, you see the whole premise of of uh, Trump is make America great again, and we all know that makes America white again, the way it was in the beginning. Okay, wow. where blacks didn't have rights, where other colored minorities who may have been uh, in the country, like the uh, Native Americans, didn't have rights. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, to me, it's not such a big stretch if uh, three, four years down the road we start seeing uh, publicly discussions. Uh, about why do we need those amendments anyway? Wow. And you see, you got Amy Barrett on the court to get back specifically to your question. Mm-hmm. She is a um, she, she she's a strict constructionist, which means that she believes the Constitution should be uh, strictly construed uh, to the meaning that the framers had when they drafted the document. Oh my God! You know and. <laughs> And that doesn't give credence to how life has changed. Now, so so if you so That's if amazing. you did that, you you would have to do away with the thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth amendments. 
Amazing. And, Go ahead, and probably the one that gave women the right, the one that gave women the right to vote. Uh, probably the one that abolished um, the abolition statute would probably, um, you know, not be affected. But but you can see a strict constructionist would say, well, well, wait a minute. Uh, the framers didn't intend for uh, black people, Africans, to be citizens of the United States of America. Wow. If they had intended for Africans to be citizens of the United States of America, it would have been written in the document. And they did discuss it. We know they did discuss it because they discussed it as they came to the conclusion that they would count Africans living in North America as uh, three-fifths of a person for representational purposes in the House of Representatives. Okay. Hey, you know, Mr. So, Mr. Harvey, we got about, uh, we we got know, about two minutes. I, I think sure. we need to fear Go that appointment. Okay. Yeah. Got, got you. I got you. Um, and, and well, the, the AC, I call it ACB, uh, for what it's worth. Um, Vi, you had a question. I want to get to Vi's question, Mr. Harvey, cause we got like one more minute, uh, before we go into news. Um, and I want to, I want to wrap this up with a bow and get your prediction. Vi, what's your, what's your, um, what's your question? Go ahead. How, uh, how you feel about, they said Biden said by packing the Supreme Court. I think he should do it. Because Trump rigged it, so he should unrig it. Go ahead, Mr. Well, Harvey. there you go. It, it will not be the first time that court has been packed. I mean, we didn't start out with nine justices, and so there's nothing to say that you got to have nine. Uh, it, it just seems that you do need an odd number uh, so that you never end up in a tie. Um, you know, so why not 13 or, or 15? Um, That's right. You, you've got to do something to counterbalance what they have done. Now, here, here is the, the, the other thing that may happen with, um, with Barrett being on the court. Before that seat opened up, uh, Chief Justice Roberts, who is a conservative appointed by, I want to say Bush, mm-hmm. um, um, he had began to sort of like modulate his, his uh, votes in the interest of uh, in the better interest of the country, okay? He was beginning to side with the liberals. He sided with them last year when the Affordable uh, Care um, uh, Act came up. Uh, and had he gone the other way, uh, you know, the Affordable Care Act would have been eliminated. Um, we wouldn't have had it this year. Oh, he pissed off. He pissed, he pissed uh, hmm? Trump off. He pissed yes. the Trump administration off big time. But go ahead. He, he, he sure did. He sure did on that one. And, I, and that may have been one or two other uh, important cases that came up uh, last year uh, where he was sort of like that. It, it, the votes were five to four mm-hmm. uh, where they where they could have been um, have gone the other way. He, he sort of gave the, the side with the liberals and sort of held the, the, the center. And that was, I believe, you know, he, he, he felt that he had a greater purpose than just simply serving a conservative purpose gotcha. uh, on the court. And, and, and so now he still may feel the gravity of having to do that. And so we may not see a 6-3, but then, you know, if it's 5-4, the conservatives win anyway, uh, don't they? So... Um, that, that appointment, um, that appointment can have some very bad consequences for African Americans, um, in the next few years. And, and by your, your, your question is, is a good one. Um, maybe, um, the solution is, uh, you know, to expand the number of justices on the court. Now, you know, here in Georgia, um, the last governor did it. Our last governor uh, increased uh, the number of justices on the Georgia Supreme Court and also on the Court of Appeals. You know, so where there, where there had been um, uh, in the uh, 70s, 80s, 90s, there, there had been this, um, this well, they, they, were all, they were all rather liberal, even mm-hmm. the, because they were appointed by Democratic governors, but some of the Democrats were more moderate than they were liberal. And so that sort of tended Mm -hmm. to give you that balance when Georgia was that one party state. Mm -hmm. But then as the Republicans Republicans came into power in this state in in 2000, and then, and and so the gubernatorial appointments have been uh, 
obscured on the conservative side. Well, what what uh, the last governor did is he increased the number of, of uh, judges on the court of appeals and also justices on the uh, on the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. So he packed the court. So packing is not is nothing unusual, um, and you know, it, so it's, it'll be very difficult for a um, for a Georgia a a, a Democrat coming into the um, Georgia uh, governor's position um, to to really have an impact, long term impact on those two appellate courts. I got you. because you know they've been packed so heavily. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me let me ask you. And, and be, yeah, yeah, because we got to wrap this up. Uh, we definitely appreciate you on uh, HaroldMichaelHarvey.com is the website. But one thing I want to ask you: I don't, is is it fair in thirty seconds? No, in, in one minute to tell us who you think will win this win this race. Hey, doggy! Um, <laughs> just give us a general idea. If you if you you think that's fair, or or should we just wait? Uh, you, you know, I, it's a toss-up. I know who I want to win, but, I, yeah. you know, it's a toss-up. It's going to be a dogfight down to the end. Okay. Good enough. Fair uh, enough. And, yeah, it's going to be a dogfight. Um, that says I know it who all. I want. Yeah, I know. Oh, I can tell who you want. Harold <laughs> <So it's, laughs> <laughs> MichaelHarvey.com, like sir. I really appreciate you taking the time out on your Sunday, man, to do this. Um and, uh, you know, we, we're going we're gonna to connect with you. Uh, I'm probably going to connect with you Tuesday night and, uh, and, 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 and see what's going on after 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock as the polls start to close. But HaroldMichaelHarvey.com, check out his books, definitely. And, and kudos to you for all the awards and all the recognition you've been getting lately. Well-deserved. Well Well-deserved. Thank you, sir. Well, well, thank you. And everybody yep. go vote. You hadn't voted, go vote. Absolutely. And if you already, and if you already voted, if you've already voted, here's a good thing you can do on Friday. I talked to my mama yesterday. She said votes are just like runs in baseball. You can never get enough of them. So if you've already voted, uh, go get, go buy some water, go buy some peanuts, and go buy some peanut butter crackers and stand in line and pass out water and crackers for people who have to stand in line who are voting <laughs> on uh, uh, on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And, and if somebody needs to take a comfort break, you know, hold that place in line, they get back. Absolutely. All right. Good we'll see stuff. you guys. Uh, See you guys soon. All right. Take care, Mr. Harvey. Take care, sir. Take care. We'll see you in Biden country in a few days. <laughs> Let's hope so. Hallelujah. Yes. All right, y'all. HaroldMichaelHarvey.com is the website. Right now, y'all, let's uh let's take a quick break. We're gonna go into we just have a couple of news stories and then we're gonna get in Tanya B's tea. So let's go ahead and do it right now. Here we go. News team! Assemble! for the week in news with Syracuse Mike. Amy Coney Barrett is now Justice Amy Coney Barrett. She was confirmed along party lines by the Senate last night, despite the fact that no Democrats voted yes to confirm Barrett to the Supreme Court. She said, A judge declares independence not only from Congress and the president, but also from the private beliefs that might otherwise move her. That's Barrett at her White House swearing in Monday night. The White House is standing by President Trump's son-in-law and advisor Jared Kushner after he came under heavy criticism for saying that black Americans have to want to help themselves in order for the president's policies to help them. Here's what Kushner told Fox News. President Trump's policies are the policies that can help people break out of the problems that they're complaining about, but he can't want them to be successful more than they want to be successful. The White House says Kushner's comments were taken out of context. Now, this is crazy, really? y'all. Let, let, let me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play Spike Lee had, <sighs> Spike Lee had some feedback, and I'm going to play it for you in just a minute, but, but. Let's put something in perspective. Tanya B, I definitely want your your, your opinion on this as well. Um, okay, first, you know, okay. as you know, Kushner's father was convicted and actually inc- incarcerated for fraud. Um, and he took over the company. So so he didn't, you know, create his wealth. He basically inherited his wealth. Uh, his father donated $2.5 million to Harvard around the time he applied. And guess what? He got in. He got in. <laughs> okay. So, so he basically is, he comes from, you know, the whole, the, the same, uh, background as, as Trump, you know, in addition to the fact Privilege. that he, he married Ivanka, 
you know, uh, you know, he's he's probably one of the appointees with the least qualifications for what he's doing. So so, you know, what are you what are your thoughts? You know, just the fact that he bullshit. (laughs) Well, here's my thoughts are with Jared Kushner. He's no more qualified to tell me anything about a decision I should make or something I should do as little Wayne is. And I'll get to him later. Um, you know, could tell me anything. And I think with this whole Kushner thing, I still think, I, I just say conspiracy. He can no more tell me about anything I should think or do mm-hmm. or that he could recommend more than Little Wayne should tell me that um, Trump's platinum plan is good for black folks. And I'll get to him later. Yeah. My other thing is, again, uh, Kushner has never had to work. And I still say conspiracy. And here is why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his father did all of that shady stuff. Yeah. Uh, Chris Christie put his father in jail. Mm-hmm. Chris Christie got banished from the kingdom. Yeah. Jared Christian went back and did more business with the same people that put his father in jail. And I think it, he has his own agenda. And did he marry Ivanka Trump because he loved her? <laughs> I think that was a come up for him. All things considered, the new word from the curb is that he is her beard. And I'll let you go on from there. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but let me let me I'm going to come back to that when we get to the tea. <laughs> but anyway, uh, let, let's <laughs> I want to play this. Spike Lee was on with uh, your boy, Joe Madison, Tanya B over at Sirius XM. And, and here's what Spike had to say. Let me let me play it. Here we go. But someone said you have some pretty strong words for uh, Jared Kushner uh, last night. Look, uh, event. I, I am so tired of white folks telling us what we need to do. How could this guy, how could this punk ass say what black folks need to do? You know, it's it's like there wasn't 400 years of slavery. Systematic racism. We go on list, 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 list stuff. We want everything that all Americans want. But this thing has been set up so we can't get there. And that's what this election is about. So for this guy to say the black people that we don't want to succeed, hey, let him come to Brooklyn talking that. <laughs> and, and, you know, as you talk, let man, him come I'm, to Harlem talking that mess. And 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 let them come and talk to, and say this to your face because you know I gotta tell you it, it's always funny. I and I said yeah, it. Let them come, day, Columbus. You know, Langston Hughes <laughs> this poem. Uh, you know, my life wasn't a crystal staircase, and yeah. I think about where you. You know, your, I mean, your life is an open book, but where you started, where you started to where you are now. What I'm I'm certain what drove you to succeed is what drives me to succeed and people we know. We're we it's we didn't all start off. We didn't take an elevator to the top, did you? You didn't take an elevator to the top. No, I, I didn't marry it to know. <laughs> you know, this, <laughs> look, we can't another thing. No, we can't get sidetracked. You know, oh, that's true. That's this, true. This, 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 you know, they're trying to, to keep, you know, take eyes off the prize. But for him to say that, that that is that yeah. is just oh yeah, our ancestors. First of all, that guy's a punk. Second of all, our ancestors with here's how America was built. And I'll end this for you. I know you got to go. The, no, the United go, States go ahead. I got some time. You, I got your time. The stealing of the land from the Native Americans and the genocide American Americans coupled with slavery. So we built this country. So what the hell is he talking about? We built this MFR. Now, final question. We don't want to and- succeed? He's nuts. Wow. Just wanted to play that. That was uh, Spike Lee on with uh, Joe Madison. I, I wouldn't have, I, I, I felt, you know, the passion of Spike just wanted to play it, you know, because I think a lot of people feel the same way. You know, so, um, you know, he speaks for, you know, he, he took the words out of my mouth. So I'm not going to I'm not going to reiterate, reiterate what he said. OK. All right. Tanya B., uh, 
you know, let's let's take a quick break and then we'll come back with your chi. How about that? Sounds good to me. All right, we'll be right back. Let's right do at, it. All right, let's do it. We'll be right back. We're just days away from the election <laughs> that'll change life as we know it. And we want it to change for the better. Right now, you can choose change. You can vote. We have got to get this one right. We've got to turn out like never before. Pay close attention to the rules for your state. And if you haven't already, make a plan to vote. We cannot leave any doubt in this election. Get all the info at vote411.org. I don't care about the poll. There were a whole bunch of polls last time. Didn't work out because a whole bunch of folks stayed at home and got lazy and complacent. And let's get this done. Not this time. Not in this election. Your vote counts. Get this pandemic under control. It really does. Get a vaccine to every American cost free. We are in a battle for the soul of this nation. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. All right, Tanya B, what you got? Okay, now, first of all, you know, I talked about this last week and the list is getting longer and the people are not getting any, I say, smarter because we started out with Trump and Cuckoo Kanye and then we had Ice Cube who didn't see how he got duped and set up by one of Trump's good friends. Then we get Waka Flocka who... I know his mother, Miss Dare, probably smacked the <laughs> taste out of his mouth with what Damn. he said. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah. She 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 goes hard. Yeah. And now you see uh, Little Wayne up there skinning, grinning, and cooning with Trump, talking about he endorsed him. And, you know, it isn't interesting, I'd say, maybe with the exception of Ice Cube, where I expected more from 50 Cent. We know he's a media whore and he's stupid. He's already so, so-called so backpedaled on, you know, what he said about, you know, I don't care if um, Trump doesn't like black people, I'm going to support him. But the minute Chelsea Handler said she'd give him some, then he changed his mind. So it just goes to show you how fickle and you know, bipolar he is. Yeah, I can hear you stewing over there. Go ahead. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was trying to find the right words because mm-hmm, you know what I want to say. But it's Sunday, mm-hmm. and now you have okay, little Wayne. He went and got a bunch of people that a lot of people don't, you know, aren't really checking for anymore. Yeah. And what I understand is that with Waka Flocka, people of color really aren't checking for him anymore. But I understand he has a, a large. Um, non-white fan base. So they're trying to get them. Oh, you mean like a non-black? Across the street. Like Waka? I'm sorry, non-black. I'm sorry. Yeah, non-black fan base. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he doesn't really have much credibility in the hood. Well, you know, I mean, you know, eh, hey, he's a skater boy, basically, you know. Uh, don't don't you agree? I mean, he, he, was, he was going that route, even how, uh, as you saw him grow up in hip-hop, that was his lifestyle. So, you know, I'm not surprised. But go ahead. I mean, I'm not surprised. At, 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 at mm-hmm. who is, at who is friends actually. Okay, yeah. so then you've got, okay, this only Little Wayne. Nobody's really checking for Little Wayne right now. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if his new uh, fiance uh, motivated him to do this. Now, here's the thing. Okay, you saw it. That whole thing went viral. You know, he met with him. He's skinning and grinning and cooning. And don't tell me you didn't know that his people, Trump's camp, would take this thing and go the way that they did with it, mm-hmm. just like they did with Ice Cube. Right. Um, and, and, and here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to invest in the opinion of someone who's been hooked on lean pills and weed Amen. to tell me Amen. what's good Applause. for my people? So he can go <laughs> kick rocks in an open toe shoe. That's what I was okay? wondering. That's, that's my point exactly. Thank you so much for saying it. Somebody Thank hasn't you. said it. There you go. Thank you. Rapper. Rapper. See, now you get my pressure up, so I'm going to roll here, okay? Go ahead. So with that said... You know, it's almost like, okay, Trump, you picked the person with the lowest common denominator of of relevance right now, you know, to to anything. Think about it. All these people that he's going with, they're not hot right now. Yep. And at first, um, a Walker, I suppose a Walker? No, Q, somebody came out. T.I. said one thing. Give the guy a chance and listen to him. And then I think when T.I. went and did some more research, you see he hasn't said boo-boo the fool about any of them ever since then. Yep, yep. So I think he realized he need to go somewhere and sit down. But, you know, like I said, and I guess they figured if the, you know, the skater boys liked Waka Flocka that they listened to Lil Wayne. 
But listen, Little Wayne couldn't tell me how to roll my hair with rice if I didn't have any. <laughs> so, I mean, he really... You know, not you know. They oh, who do you think speaks for the people of color? The people he's gotten are not. They no more credible than that ding dong Jones guy that was out there at the Republican rally, uh, crowd surfing. You do not have a seat at the table. Yeah, nope, not no rappers. Okay, hey, but you know what? Let me say no. this. And and my my points is, to the rappers, but let me say this, y'all. And one thing I was I was excited. It, it's amazing how timing works. You know what I'm saying? When somebody like Busta Rhymes, who just dropped, just an amazing and incredible project. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this uh, ELE album. And it reminded, you know what it reminded me of, Tanya B? You know what? You know what Busta Rhymes, <laughs> what li- just listening to the Busta Rhymes <laughs> project, remind, it, it, remi- it reminded me why I can't get into the current day hip hop. Because, you know what I'm saying? It, it reminded it's me. garbage. Yeah, it, it reminds, listening to Busta, reminded me, about me how good just how good hip hop was you know you, you know you know what i'm saying so so when i hear buster's new album and i'm like just floored by the level of his production uh you know his collabs his his samples you know i i i look at all these guys who are coming out and doing these endorsements i don't even listen to them I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not their target, but I don't really respect them or appreciate them anyway because shit, the the greatest rappers still are in the are in the 90s. I'll leave it at that. Or dead. But wait, or dead. Or dead. Did you see? Well, first of all, Little Wayne talked about this platinum plan. I heard that plan is one page long, and he said, you know. Allegedly, the wording in this, uh, you know, the, the press is out there was that he thinks it's good for black folks. But then it later came out that he hadn't even read the doggone thing. And this oh. so-called plan is only one page. Horrible. Horrible. One thing I will say, Ice Cube's contract with black America was more than one page. So that goes to say this platinum plan is nothing but some bullshit. Yep. Yep. So, my boy, did you um, also? Um, apparently, there's somebody that, that uh, I guess tries to uh, from the, the the Trump camp that tries to get these rappers to come on board. And I said, is he paying? We're from the curbers, you know. There's millions of dollars out here, and you think about with the except some people don't need the money. And like Fifty Cent had people thinking he was hella rich and he wasn't. Mm. You know, so at some point in time, you have to adjust the way you spend money when the money's not coming in like that. Yeah, I just believe they're being incentivized to jump on board. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But not only that, um, there was um, a social media post, and it may be real, it may not, but it was asking Little John Mm -hmm. if he would join his fellow hip hop artists in coming on board Mm -hmm. to endorse Trump, and he said with a big old F. (laughs) He said F no. He didn't say yeah. <laughs> he said, "There was no, no yeah, you're up there." He dropped the f bomb so no. big yeah, you no. could hear it hit from here to Frankfurt, Germany. Absolutely. Yeah, so again, they're trying to. They think, "Oh, well, well, hey, come on board. We got Kanye, we got Ice Cube, we got Little Wayne." John, Little John was like, "Get the f out of here!" Yeah, big time, big time. Somebody got some sense. Yep, there you go. Yes. And, and speaking of Buster Rhymes, you know, it's like, you know, he was smart, but he's doing what he did when he came out. He was slowly, you know, still staying visible. Mm. He was on getting on any collaboration he could, and he'd been doing that. So he got the collabos returned. And he does have a great album. I just hope because he's in, um, I guess, a, uh, an agreement with Empire, which has thousands of artists, that they will... Uh, you know, pr- properly promote him and give the album it's just due. It's a hell of an album. That's all I got to say. That's what I hope. And I think I think it's, so Busta, it's probably the most talked about thing right now. You know, I hope so. And not the, not his weight loss, but yeah. how good the album is. So Absolutely. I hope that works. I agree. What you Woo! got next? What you got next? So now we are going to go to uh, Usher Board number two. By lay your hands on uh, on your microphone. We are going to the prayer list. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rest in peace to the original Bond, James Bond. Sean oh, yeah. Connery passed away at the age of ninety. Big time. Uh, we want to say, yeah. Um. Uh. Continue. You know, recovery to our forever in the first Black Miss America, Vanessa Williams. She's recovering from COVID. Wow. Did you know back in something about people getting COVID in April? Like Kanye had it, didn't say anything, and was still around people. Prince William 
had COVID pretty bad and he was had, still having problems breathing. So he's still recovering. I said, people think you get COVID, you, you know, do this for a couple of weeks and everything is fine. Long lasting effects on your lungs and your heart for the rest of your life. So young people and those people out there not wearing a mask, just know that people under 25 to get COVID, uh, their hearts are the most susceptible to heart damage for the rest of their life. And they don't even know it. Yeah, agreed. OK, I want to say uh, also recovery to uh, I forgot his name, Chadwick Bozeman. You know, he lost his four year battle with colon cancer and his brother. So it must be hereditary uh, has come forth saying that he's currently in remission. He just finished a round of chemotherapy and radiation because he was battling cancer. Wow. Wow. I know, right? Uh, the rapper, Philly rapper, and if you're not in Philly, it doesn't really mean a whole lot. He had a couple of hits, but free, uh, the rapper Freeway, uh, he just lost his teenage son who just got out, graduated from high school. He graduated from high school. A young man was killed in a traffic car accident um, in the last week or so. Uh, prayers up to Jamie Foxx on the loss of his sister, Deandra. One thing I'll say about uh, Jamie Foxx can be a little cuckoo, you know, to the left. But he always put his sister first. She lived with him. He took care of her. He took her everywhere, even the Grammys. And one thing I, I really have to respect him for is that with her, DeAndre having, you know, being an adult, because she died at the age of 36 of Down syndrome, he helped kind of downplay the stigma of that. He was very active. Like I said, he it didn't stop him or her from doing a lot of different things. And he was very active with her in Special Olympics and just getting the word out there and trying to reduce the stigma because there are some people with Down syndrome that can actually lead productive, you know, just about normal lives. Cause you know, it comes in different, it, you know, you have different um, levels of it. So uh, he's mourning the loss of his sister. And again, just prayers up to the families of Kevin Peterson Jr. in Portland, Oregon, and the family of Walter Wallace in Philly, these two uh, black men that were killed by the police. Yep, absolutely. Yep, big mm-hmm. time. What else you got? Okay. All right, we're going to talk about mm, a common thread, and I'm talking about common. And, you know, ever since Erica Badu turned him out, he has not had a long-term relationship with anybody. He's known to go and get the hot girls. And this most recent one was Tiffany Haddish. And, uh, you know, they finally, I guess, came forth as a couple. And then word from the curb this early this week was that they had broken up. Okay. Okay. Now, they call they call Common the honeymoon guy. He's good for the honeymoon phase when things get thick or if he has to make a decision or he's asked for a commitment. He just runs away. So then Tiffany gets on social media and didn't really say his name, but she was just blasting her ex-boyfriends. Okay. So, Common so, didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. Then all of a sudden here, huh? No, no, go ahead. I'm listening. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. I'm asking all of a sudden here comes this. We didn't break up. It's not true. Okay. It's not true. And then I smell oh, stunt. Why? I'm glad you asked. Common just dropped a new album. Uh, Tiffany has a, a few new projects on hold. I mean, on that were not, that were on hold that are now out there. And don't forget that the two of them are actually paid spokespeople for this relationship and dating app. So I, I think this whole thing's a stunt. Now, they may be together, but I think you know it's not all it's cracked up to be. I and when I think when it gets to things like that, just keep your personal business like that off social media and keep it to yourself so you don't look like Boo Boo the Fool when it doesn't work out. I hear you. I hear you. You got your two-minute warning. What you got left? What you got okay. left? I want to say five on it to Kid Cudi. Now, Kid Cudi is uh, from Pittsburgh. And one thing I like about Kid Cudi, he's been very vocal about his struggles with mental illness as well. And knowing that artists can't really tour anymore, what he's done is he has launched this artist empowering. It's called Interactive Live Music App called Encore. And what this does is because it's tailor-made for the pandemic era, it helps bring the live music experience to fans, and uh, you can you know, like you can do the virtual concerts. You can sell merchandise, everything that you would do at a concert. And he really said it's not just for established artists; it's for new artists because you know that's how really how they make their money. And he claims it's the best mobile experience out there. That's debatable, but I think it's pretty cool. So if you want to you know, find out what your favorite artists are doing, if you're a new artist and you want to you know, get out there. Just go sign up at uh, uh, EncoreExperience.com. So I give him five on it for that. Very and cool. lastly, whew, are you ready for this? Now, who did not watch Family Matters in the 90s? You know, Eddie Winslow, the father Carl, uh, Steve Urkel, that whole thing. Everybody knew Winslow. You know, 
Well, he was all right. It, um, people kind of knew Eddie Winslow. He was kind of you know, the the cute hot guy that a lot of young girls did like Eddie Winslow. Yep, yep. So after the show ended, you know, he kind of had a sketchy life after the show. He tried a recording career that didn't work. He didn't get a lot of acting roles. He got married, had kids, went to jail for non-child support, hooked up with that girl Superhead. Yep. And just, you know, tabloid fodder. So I would give him five on it for walking in his truth, not really living on the edge, but walking in his truth in that now. And again, I smell stunt here as well. Uh, he's claiming his love for a beautiful trans woman named Sydney. And they are supposedly going public on social media, alias stunt to confirm their relationship. And why? I'm glad you asked in the name of getting a check. They are set to join the next installment of the reality TV show Marriage Boot Camp. Well, you know, you wow. get a check for that. But here's the gag about Marriage Boot Camp. Mm-hmm. Most of the folks on Marriage Boot Camp ain't even married. Wow. Really? How about Relationship Boot Camp? So <laughs> maybe he figures this will, you know, get him back out there. And, you know, so and I guess that's what he's got to drum up some, you know, some steam so to speak, for getting on the show and I guess proving he still has a fan base. But if he is in love with this woman, and even if she's trans or not, because to look, I've seen her, to look at her, you would never even have one inkling. She has some real good surgery, at least from the neck up. Okay, well, I hear I hear, um, I hear. And uh, Tanya B's tea, y'all, you got a sponsor this week on the tea? No sponsor this week. The sponsor is all of our fans. Uh, how about our super fan, KW, who I'm sure is probably already on social media <laughs> talking about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's got to get the podcast this week. But anyway, real quick, uh, in Netflix, man, this month, because uh, I know a lot of a lot of y'all subscribe. And I don't know if you've heard about this, but there's a chance that there may be some pricing increases on the way. So, already uh, happened. Already. Well, and possibly another one because they didn't hit their Q3 number. Uh, when it came down to their 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 subscribers, so uh, but in November, Boys in the Hood's coming out. You think Ice Cube may have pushed them into that? <laughs> the fact that Boys in the Hood's gonna <laughs> drop in November, <laughs> they, they go they're, they're showing Boys in the Hood in November. Uh, Jump in the Broom is is uh, is gonna be on in November. It's already, that movie's on every other week. Go I know, ahead. I know. So Netflix is, but you know, School Days, which has kind of been on Fruitvale Station's coming. November 11th and uh and and one of your favorites. I know you saw Prom Night the horror movie. Uh that's going to be on as well. Um also mm. uh, real quick y'all, Dave Chappelle is hosting SNL. Uh he was in town. He's actually in Atlanta this weekend. Uh he was at the Atlanta mm-hmm. Comedy Theater, did about six shows. So he's coming back to host SNL on November 7th. And the odd timing about this is if you remember he he was the first host of SNL after the last president. Um, you know what he said? Give him a chance. Give him a chance. Him a chance. So it'll be interesting. <laughs> His monologue is going to be real interesting depending on who wins. So, it is. So, <laughs> so, you know, so it's going to be real interesting depending on who wins. But he's going to be on. Hey, by the way, also, Vi, for you, this is free on Peacock. This is for Vi. Um <laughs> Uh, Saved by the Bell. <laughs> Saved by the Bell. <laughs> the new Saved by the Bell, which uh, which includes the old cast members. That's going to be on as well. That's for you, Vi, because that's free and that's on Peacock. All right, there you go. Hey, uh, real quick, and we're going to do this, and then Tanya B. I'm gonna, well, Tanya B. Real quick, what you have before we get into Vi? The other thing I just wanted to say was, you know, there was all this hoopla last week about uh, the situation with Offset in the Trump rally, and the you know the cops pulling him over and claiming he was waving a gun. It was actually Cardi B's cousin who got arrested. Well, from what I understand, that whole thing, some people are saying that it may have been a stunt because he alluded to some things on social media before that happened. And while he's always talking about being, you know, so hood, bad and bougie, come to find out he's just like Chris Rock and CB4. He's not bad, good or bougie. Bougie, that's just a, a kind of like a front. He comes from a very financially stable, really upper class uh you know, McMansion type family. So a lot of his stuff is smoke and mirrors and fake. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. Thanks for that info. All right, y'all. Here we go. Y'all get ready. Here we go right now. You know, I didn't come here to preach to you today. Here's your inspirational moment with Vi. All right. What you got, Vi? Hey, I got a quote from this guy named C.S. Lewis. It's something I do with the, um, with the vote. It says, you can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. In other words, people, go vote. Make a change. 
Amen. Amen. Bye. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for putting that together. Tanya B., thank you so much for your tea. And positively, uh, you know, uh, just a, just a quick mention about voting too. more than 90 million people have already voted uh, more than two thirds of the total votes counted in 2016. So definitely give yourselves a round of applause if you've been out there in it. That's amazing. Always. Uh, you. you can also give us feedback. 413-556-9546. 413-556-9546. Y'all. And, uh, you know, thank you to Harold Michael Harvey, man, for doing this thing again. Uh, really important that we have people like Harold Michael Harvey around to give us perspective. And, and, and you are definitely appreciated, sir, as always. Tanya B., thanks for what you do, Vi. Thanks for what you do, man. Thanks for, for hanging in there and doing your thing. And with that, episode 57 is in the can, y'all. And we are out of here. Peace. Peace out, people. Adios. Go vote. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.